and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Marla. I am back. I took last weekend off. I was just <laughs> in complete hibernation mode, so I apologize. But here we are today, actually this evening, in the tundra of <laughs> um, Colorado. It's so cold. And I know the Midwest and like the East Coast just got hit super bad, but <clears throat> it was like 65 30 to 65 all winter so far. And I was just like, woohoo, we're skipping winter. And tomorrow is supposed to be negative 11 at 9 a.m. So I told the dogs they have to hold their poop till <laughs> at least noon because Marla is not going outside tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I got all my errands done today. Woohoo. Um, but anyway, so I did a little uh, like, poll situation on Instagram and ask some questions and stuff like that just to base just out of curiosity of like what you guys want out of this podcast and how to best serve you and um you know I do this because I really want to be able to use my words to help someone in any sort of capacity and if it's just like a sentence they pull out of the podcast that helps guide their life and make it a little bit more <clears throat> happy and joy-filled and easeful that is my goal um and so from what I've gathered, and I don't know how many people voted because, you know, the Instagram algorithm, it's like I have like 1,500 friends or something on there. And then, you know, 60 people see my story. But um, you guys prefer shorter podcasts from what I've gathered, which is totally great. I uh, can't promise that when I have a guest because <laughs> things just tend to roll. Um, but it honestly does make me feel better because I've been sitting down like, okay, I need to fill an hour. And um, sometimes it's like, a little daunting to think about like, okay, I need to sit down for an hour and like provide good content. And, um, I really don't like planning for these things because I feel like when I'm talking from my heart and from my soul, and, um, I've, I've said a couple of times on here, I always do a little prayer beforehand, you know, asking to, um, be the channel through source to, um, use the depth of like my well of knowledge and just like the well of the collective knowledge to bring you um, beautiful information and beautiful words of knowledge. Um, and so I just want to provide the best for you. And um, if a half hour is what we're going for, it actually makes my life easier too. So we're going to try and stick within that time frame and see how it goes. Um, and I'm going to be bringing you more meditations and more sound healing. So you'll be able to pop that like your headphones in and kind of do that whenever you're feeling like laying down for like a half hour or hour meditation. <clears throat> so we're pivoting a little bit because, <laughs> um, because it's winter and we sit and reflect and hibernate and um, really protect our energy during winter. And that's the time to do it is just really, really going inward. And um, so it's been harder for me during these months because I really do rest a lot more. I sleep like 10 hours a night. I am, I feel a lot more lethargic. And when it's summer and the sun is out and there's more light for longer, I always feel like I am just on fire and my energy is on point and I can accomplish and tackle the world. Um, <clears throat> which is actually what a lot of you guys brought up for questions of like things you're struggling with right now. It was, um, feeling grounded, having the winter blues, loneliness, um, feeling introverted, um, being a little fearful of socializing, which is completely fucking normal. Not only is it winter, but um, COVID. It's like it's forced us to be inward and not have a large social group and really pull back and not be doing all of the things that we usually like to do. 
um, when things are open, like concerts and going out and meeting friends for dinner and stuff like that. And so I can see how after about a year of this, it, it becomes daunting to think those thoughts, especially where, when we're in just like the middle of February, which I feel like is kind of like the heaviest part of winter. It's been going on for a while and everyone's fucking sick of it and we're ready for spring and for blossoming. Um, and so something I've been really focusing on lately and that I've been talking to my friend Jacqueline about who's been on this podcast is, um, taking care of the physical body. And for me, it's like, in winter, I hibernate hard. I watch a lot of Netflix. I don't feel like doing anything. I don't want to talk to anyone, you know, and and it's this cycle that I've been recognizing within my life over the past couple of years. And, um, last weekend, I think it was last weekend. I literally took like a four hour nap in the middle of the afternoon, even though I had slept like all night. And I was just like, is something wrong with me? And I remember the exact time last year, the same thing happening where I was like, do I have mono or something? Like all I can do is sleep and I can't wake up. Um, and I recognize that this is a cycle that I go through every year. And so now I can really prepare myself, um, every year come February that I'm going to be lacking energy and to really cultivate my calendar around that and cultivate what I'm doing in my life around that. Because, um, I really feel that honoring your body and the place it's in is the appropriate answer. And if your body's asking for, um, hibernation and quiet and introversion and reflection, that's what you're needing. And the more you can lean into that process and the more you can radically accept it and surrender to it, the faster you'll move through it. Um, and so like winter blues is like a huge thing. And that's why I think I get in hibernation. It's like the lack of sun really makes me, um, you know, feel like a gray blob. <laughs> as the best way I can explain that. Um, and I hate being cold. So I just like dream of the ocean, but, um, to conquer the winter blues is what I do is I get really comfortable and really hibernate and, um, really allow myself to just be in that place. And, and like I said, surrender to it. Um, in winter, like this goes with the Ayurvedic clock, but there's like specific foods you can eat during specific seasons that are helpful for specific things. And, um, the seasons go on the same clock as like your moon cycle as a woman, um, or the moon, the actual moon cycle. And I just did like this little workshop on it. So I'm excited to share some of the knowledge I gained from that. But, um, for me, it's like when I am feeling bluesy and tired it, and stagnant, it's like in my physical body, I feel really weak and really slow. Um, and yeah. So I guess for grounding, it's like, what things can you do to ground through those emotions? And for me, it's like root vegetables or potatoes, like eating a lot of foods from the earth, from the ground. Um, if it isn't negative <laughs> five degrees outside, like planting your feet in the earth, like really digging your toes into the earth, feeling the earth's energy. Um, there's a lot of like, you don't want to do like chaotic breath work, like um, fire breathing or like the Wim Hof method in my personal opinion during the winter, because it's very like airy and throws you up into the ethers. So if you're feeling like you need some grounding, just really sitting down on the ground, putting your fingers on the earth or on the floor next to you and just taking some really slow, deep breaths. Um, and I, I think like 
it's really hard to unground and to really unearth yourself from like your current situation or where you are, what you're going through. And it can be from like utter pure excitement or joy or bliss can like almost unearth you. Um, And it's just important to find the balance between that and take the time to really go inward and reflect and um, like, you know, praise and thank mama nature. Um, So for me, it's like, a couple months into winter, I was really feeling super weak and like my body was <laughs> needed to move a little. Um, so I shared on my Instagram about joining a gym and I really don't like gyms, but um, I don't know why I just feel so weird in them. It's like, I feel weird in like daycares, schools, YMCAs, gyms, like anything with like a lot of energy and a lot of collective Um, things happening within them. I also feel like I don't have enough knowledge and I suck really bad, which is like the perfect reason to go more. Um, I feel intimidated. I feel like everyone's staring at me. I feel just really, really out of place. Like that's not my place. It's not my jam. Um, I don't understand it. And (laughs) maybe like usually I have like this empathy for every situation, but I don't, I can't, I don't tune into that empathy in the gym probably for good purposes. Um, but so I went to the gym on Tuesday and on Wednesday. So I went two days in a row and then on Thursday I couldn't walk. So I was like, well, might be time for a couple day break. Let my body heal. Um, and you know, when I was sitting in the parking lot, like about to go in, I was just like, do I really want to do this? I'm like, Marla, you're, you're dressed. You're in the parking lot. You just have to walk in the freaking door and do like something. Um, so I was there for about an hour the first day and just kind of like dawdled around, tried to figure out the machines by reading the instructions and, um, you know, getting to a machine and seeing the weight on it before whoever previously did it to me. And, uh, did it before me and having to like not even being able to move the bar or something like that and I'm just like well okay let's go down a few pounds here um but I ripped the band-aid off I did it it feels really good to move my body um I feel like in the winter blues when you're really stagnant and not moving it's really easy to um allow yourself to succumb to that and you really do have to question like where is my energy? Do I actually have enough energy to get up and go to a gym or do, do I need to push myself energetically in another way? Like maybe dancing in the morning or cooking meals for myself or, um, journaling more or something like that. It's like, ask yourself, ask your body what it needs in that moment, um, to make you feel a little bit less, um, within the stagnant severe, within the weakness. Um, also understanding that, winter is supposed to be (laughs) this time of, um, like I said, introversion and reflection and going in and allowing everything that's built up and all the things that you've done in the other seasons to come to winter and reflect and decide like what really worked well and what really didn't. Um, and yeah, I think the more you can be in tune with your body and the more you can ask what it needs, the better you can serve yourself within the moments of feeling the winter blues or within the moments of feeling like you're not doing enough. And this is the problem is like, for me anyway, it's like, I think about the summer and the spring and even into the fall of when things are slowly starting to dwindle down. And I think of all the things I've done and accomplished in that time, um, like the workshops I've run, 
um, the connections I've made, the people I've talked to, just like feeling that beautiful, like fire energy of just like, yes, let's go, let's get this done. Um, and the freaking huge, <laughs> like huge contra- contrast indifference to what I feel in winter. And for me, it was like, I was starting to slip back into a depression, which is pretty normal for me in the winter months. And I was asking myself, okay, what do I need to do to get out of this? And I have my yoga mat on the ground in my yoga room always. And um, sometimes it's way easier to get on the mat in the mornings and sometimes it's not. And I found myself really neglecting it and, and really just getting lost in like my Facebook in the morning or my Instagram or my emails and And I make cacao every morning. So that is my ritual, but I was just getting frustrated with everything else. And like the way for me to solve that was to decide to take action, to move my body a little bit more. And not that I have to go every day. Like my goal is three to five times a week, which seems completely manageable. It's like setting these goals for yourself to take action, to pull yourself back into a state of happiness, um, without over, um, like overshooting. No, don't tell yourself, all right, I'm going to meditate 20 minutes every morning. Then I'm going to journal 20 minutes every morning. And then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it every single day and blah, blah, blah. It's like, when you start to shift something, you really have to be careful and patient about the timeline and what you're entering into and how long it takes. And, um, in a fragile state of the winter blues or in a fragile state of not, or not feeling great or feeling lonely or feeling like, you're kind of not doing enough, just being really cautious and gentle about your emotional state and not adding more to your plate to make you feel worse when you don't accomplish it. So it's a really, really fragile thing is when you do decide to, you know, um, like pick yourself up and move forward into a way that, you know, will make you feel better. Just don't overdo it. Because for me, I overdo things in the beginning and then I forget, like I I just drop off and I don't complete it. So for me, a really tangible goal was three times a week. Um, and this week, I think I might only make it twice because just of the cold weather and stuff, but we'll see. Um, and I'm okay with that. And I'm not going to be really hard on myself and judge myself around that. Um, and then that brings me to, um, so we, we focus a lot on, there's mind, body, and spirit. And we focus a lot on the mind and the spirit, especially in the spiritual community. It's a lot about mind and spirit, but what me and Jacqueline were talking about is how important it really is for the physical body as well. And how that is kind of the foundation of it all. Like if you are not well in your body and your physical body, you're not going to be well in your mind or within your spirituality because you're just not feeling good. Um, So how can we care for our bodies in a way that creates this beautiful foundation for us to then work on our mindset and our um, spiritual realm, spiritual world, whatever you believe in, you know, God, higher power, universe, yourself, whatever. Um, And I, and I, like the more we, like she brought it up and I just like sat and contemplated it for a really long time. And it's like, we store so much trauma within our bodies. And I really believe a lot of sickness is due to held on to trauma that we haven't released or worked through. And yes, sometimes there's a medical reason behind things, but you know, 
there's heart disease and stomach issues and cancer and all this stuff. And I know it's a byproduct of like what we're doing in our life and the chemicals we're consuming and things like that. Plus we're living way longer. So like our bodies aren't meant to be doing this. Um, But I think there's also this really interesting place of like a lot for, for example, um, like womb healing and womb trauma. And a lot of women have consistent UTIs or yeast infections or um, bacterial vaginosis or like all of these different womb issues. And a lot of those stem from not moving through our traumas and not releasing them or not acknowledging them. And the second people start to work through that stuff and recognize it and really lean into what is causing this um, physical pain or trauma, but it, it's from the metaphysical or it's from something that happened in your life that kind of traumatize this area of your body. And if you can work through and release that, that, that ailment starts to heal itself. And so for me, it's like recognizing the different physical symptoms you have and what that really could mean for your body and your trauma release and what you're still carrying and holding. And it, and it all adds to more growth and more self-awareness and more lightness. Um, And so I think it's really, really important and a lot, and it's not talked about a lot of the physical body and what we can do to keep that like healthy and happy and therefore, you know, create a happier, healthier mindset and happier, healthier spiritual kind of ideal. And I think they all kind of go hand in hand and push and pull on each other. But one thing I just haven't really focused on in my own head is the physical body. And really, I love up on my body a lot, but but beyond the loving up, like, how can you love it deeper? Do you nourish yourself with food? Do you nourish yourself with self-massage? Do you nourish yourself with um, body awareness and placement awareness and alignment awareness? Do you nourish your body by going for a walk or a run? Um, do you go to the gym? Do you go to yoga? Do you try and get practice in you know, a couple of times a week? Um, are you stagnant within your job? And then if you're stagnant in an office in your job, you really, really, really need to focus on that body movement even more because you're sitting all day long. Um, and so it's been like this focus for me, I guess, in 2021 so far is physical health. And I went to the dentist for the first time in 10 years, and I have a lot of dental work to get done. So I'm doing that this year. Um, I've been getting a massage once a month. I've been going to the chiropractor a lot more. Um, I got my eyes checked and turns out I needed glasses. Who would have thought? Um, I have like a slight astigmatism and um, my vision's a little off. So like putting those babies on, I'm like, oh my God, it's HD. Um, And so this, this physical body process that I didn't really think of all of these preventative things that need to happen to keep up with the upkeep of not only your mindset or your spirituality, but also your body. And it all becomes one. And if, you know, one is off balance from the other, it's just not going to be this complete whole. And so I thought it was really interesting when Jacqueline brought that up to me saying like, she's been working on her physical body as well. Cause I don't know why we just, we tend to go through the same traumas at the same time and have the same things bubbling up. And by some miracle, most of the time, if I'm 
not doing great, she's doing great and vice versa. So we can kind of hold space for each other. Um, but we do move through things in a really similar manner, which is so cool to me um, to find a friend like that in, in your life. You know, it's like, okay, I can call you and I'm saying I'm going through this. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm going through the same fucking shit. And then we come to these beautiful conclusions and epiphanies together about how important the physical body is. And not only to love it in its beauty and state, because it's just a flesh capsule, you know, um, but also to put love, not just look in the mirror and put love into it, but put love into it by doing things that feel really good for your body um, and nurturing it in, in a way that feels good for you. And gyms don't feel good for me, but I knew that's what I needed to do. Cause I can't go to a yoga studio right now. They're not open. I wasn't doing my own practice at home. I couldn't get myself to the mat. So the next option is like, okay, I'm going to pay for this membership and, and, and learn to love this part, this place and this part. And maybe it can be something I do for the rest of my life, but just a couple times a week. Um, whereas it, whereas before I was just like in complete avoidance of it. And even after two days, like I just felt my energy shift and my mindset shift. And that doesn't mean I'm not getting home from work and laying on the couch and watching Netflix every night because it's dark by five and there's, I don't want to do anything, but it means that I can get up in the morning and have this proactive reason to get out of bed and go make myself and my body feel better and stronger. And I think having a strong physical foundation um, or just feeling strong within is just such a power move. <laughs> um, and it's not about, for me, it's not about losing weight. It's not about, you know, getting ripped. It's about my mind and, and my mental health. And it was a step I needed to take to make my mental health better. And I, and I have grown and been through this process enough times where I know kind of what things I need and when, and yes, I needed a weekend to sleep all weekend. But then after that, I was like, okay, you know, my body feels rested. What is the next step in order to get things moving and not so stagnant within me that I feel just like I'm crumbled on the floor and you can come sweep me up. Um, I did want to touch a little bit on, cause you know, winter topic, so it's, you know, winter is about introversion, reflection, um, kind of some release. I'll look at my notes here from, from my little class. <laughs> um, yeah, so winter is like rest and release. Um, this also is linked to uh, when you're on your moon cycle um, or on the new moon. And which is really interesting, new moons time for introversion, setting intentions, releasing the past cycle of the moon. Same thing with the whole month of winter, same thing when you're on your cycle. Um, and so this is the perfect time to go inward and don't feel like you need to talk to anyone. This is a perfect time to set boundaries, say no to going out if you don't want to really take care of yourself, really, really go inward and observe what's happening within you and um just release what's no longer serving you and reflect on what is and how do you keep on carrying that through this timeline and through this cycle to make things better for yourself and like start taking notes on these cycles so you can look back every year and see was I in the same place around this time do I feel the same way that I felt last year and then it won't be as a as much of a surprise every year and you'll be able to prepare for it better and really set up your space for yourself and figure out what you need that will best serve you. Um, then you come into spring and this is like the life coming back. This would be like the waxing moon, the moon coming back, slowly peeking its head into um, coming back into fullness. Um, this is like rebirth time, um, cultivating new ideas, really allowing 
everything that you've taken and reflected on and taken forward that does serve you and left behind that doesn't serve you and building new life from that or new ideas or new businesses. Um, then you come to the full moon, which would be equivalent to summer. And um, this is just like, you know, the queen status, um, uh, the most fertile, the most abundant, the most fiery, the most like go-getter attitude. So it's kind of like, um, for me anyway, summer is just like my my time to fucking shine. Um, and then you come into autumn, which is like the waning moon. So the moon's slowly going away. And this is just like harvest and getting ready for your body to release. Um, really having gratitude for all of the things that have grown and all the abundance that has come and releasing again, what's no longer serving you to get in it ready for winter hibernation. Um, and I know I'm covering like a ton of topics right now and I'm kind of like bopping all over the place, but they will all, they all kind of pull together in my mind in a way. And I really wanted to touch on the physical body and like kind of what I've been going through with that. Um, but also I want to touch on like what you guys have been going through too, cause I've been really feeling all of it. Um, and so for me, like winter is a time, even though I do have a partner of, I really just don't want to be around anyone. I just, I kind of want to be like, can you leave me the fuck alone please?" <laughs> some days? And I just like want to be by myself and really, really honor that place of just like, of hibernation, of darkness, of cold, of snuggly comfort, of curling up and not having to have my mind be going a million miles per hour and just really cozying up on the couch and indulging in a TV show I really like. Um, and winter, I think, can bring a lot of the feeling of loneliness um, just because it's not as active. And a lot of people are, are in their homes, especially now with COVID. And like, there's really just not as much going on. I know if you live in a climate where winter doesn't isn't like an effect like this, I'm kind of talking about more like the darkness, the lack of light, it does get a little colder in most places, that kind of thing. Um, but I think it does bring on this sense of loneliness. And when I was talking about, when I wanted to talk about loneliness and I was contemplating this all day, um, to touch on this, it was like, um, I haven't felt deep, depressive loneliness in some time. Um, I'm really blessed to have a great partner for the past like two and a half years. But of course, leave it to the universe as I'm questioning this loneliness feeling. Uh, I went to Whole Foods and I got Matt, uh, it's his birthday on Monday. So I got him like a little cut of filet mignon, which I don't eat meat. So, um, you know, at, as I'm asking the butcher, it's just packed. It's fucking, it's almost Valentine's Day tomorrow. And <laughs> it was just people everywhere. And I said to the guys, like, can I get just a cut of that? But for enough for one person. And I had this thought or just like this complete rush of emotion of like, okay, it's Valentine's tomorrow. What if I was buying that for one person cut of steak for myself to treat myself for Valentine's tomorrow? And I didn't have a significant other. This was just what I was planning to treat myself. And this rush of sadness came over me and this rush of like feeling of loneliness. And I was just like, well, I've been contemplating it all day and wondering how to answer that for those of like my viewers that kind of are feeling that right now. And, um, I almost started crying through Whole Foods <laughs> and I was contemplating like, okay, so let's say this was true. And I was buying myself a steak to have a lovely Valentine's day dinner by myself. I'd get myself flowers. I'd get chocolate. I would fucking do it up. I would probably like put on an epic cozy robe or something and 
make myself a fancy meal and, and light candles and play some good music and burn incense. And I would treat my damn self is what I would do. But to say that treating yourself cures that loneliness isn't true at all. And as I'm contemplating this, I'm like, would I be crying the whole time? Probably. Would I just be like cooking my steak, shedding tears and do it? Yeah. <laughs> would I feel really lonely? Fuck yes, I would. Um, and so like through that reflection and just like that huge wave of feel of loneliness, it's just like to touch on it. The things I can say about it are that like it's a normal human emotion and the amount of people that feel lonely in their lives, even when they are partnered up or do have friends or whatever, they feel alone in this world. They feel like they're weird or they're the only ones that think a certain way or no one's going to understand them or they're all alone in their own thoughts or they don't get along with anyone or um, they move to a new place and they don't know anyone. And that is loneliness. And, and all I can say about it is like, it is a natural, normal human emotion to feel lonely. And I think through practice, um, we learn how to fill that void with ourself. Um, because, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're by yourself, it's not necessarily like you're alone. You're there with you. You're there with your own thoughts. You're there, you're there with your own intentions and your own physical body. And it can be beautiful in that loneliness to really like lean into that space and feel it, um, and cry about it and laugh about it and understand that you're not alone in it is really, really important. Um, and I talk a lot about community and this is why I think community is such a pivotal, important part of people's lives, whether you find it from a Facebook group or whether you find it from a yoga studio or whether you find it from a town hall hosting cooking classes and stuff like that. It's like, where can you go? What can you sign up for? What can you do? There's so many Zoom workshops for free right now online in whatever realm you want. And how can you make more connection within your community virtually without allowing the loneliness to completely shut you out to the possibilities of what is out there. Um, and, and sometimes I think leaning into loneliness is almost like a safety net where you're like, I'm alone. I'm safe though. I, I feel really lonely, but I'm here with myself. I, and like, I can enjoy my own company or um, loneliness can be scary where you like start to really go deep in your own mind of just like, maybe I'm meant to be alone forever. I, I don't know. No one loves, like no one can love me. Um, I don't think if I started to be on a community group or something like that, it would really make me connect to anyone else. Cause I'd probably just sit there with my video off and not say anything. And so this could be an open invitation for you to really lean into the fear around helping with your loneliness by finding other like-minded humans out there and communicating with them and not being afraid to say, Hey, I'm really lonely right now. Like, does anyone want to talk or can, can we do like a once a week meeting or something like that? It's like, are you allowing your loneliness and your fear of really putting yourself out there to hold you within that lonely space? Or um, can you use this as a catalyst to really, pull yourself out of the lonely space and find what potentials are awaiting you and like what, what miracles the universe wants to bring you. 
Um, I also think that leaning into loneliness can be a beautiful thing. Like for me, solo traveling helped with that a lot because I was by myself. I was going to eat by myself. And yeah, I would, I'd meet a lot of amazing humans and be able to tag along with them. But, um, but it was definitely lonely. And the only choice I had was to go out and communicate and talk to other people because I didn't want to sit in my hostel room by myself all day. So like this, this feeling of loneliness and this place of being alone really, really forced me out of my comfort zone to go communicate with others and really put myself out there in a way that I never would have before. Um, And I think the more you practice this sort of thing, the more you practice being with yourself and enjoying your own company, the better it feels to be lonely. Um, and, and, and it's, I don't think it's an emotion that'll ever fully go away. And I, I think that that's the beautiful part of it is loneliness ha- that has such a, a blank slate around it to me. It's got like infinite potential to be fulfilled and I, I really think that, you know, we, we are allowed to be lonely within our own company often, you know, but the more you can learn to love your own company and cultivate beautiful experiences for yourself, the less of that lonely feeling is going to come up for you. And if you're really feeling desperately lonely, can you call your parents, your mom, your friend, um, like I said, try and meet a new friend on the interwebs. There's so many people to meet. Can you plan a solo trip and and really bite the bullet and go explore? Can you go sink yourself deeply into camping alone or go and get a hotel room by yourself and and treat this as like a taking yourself on a date or really romanticize like romancing yourself up um, buy yourself something like a little present or make yourself a really nice dinner or um, go to a bookstore um, and just sit and read and like really learn to love these little parts of the loneliness that is just you and your own company. Um, And a lot of people thrive off loneliness. A lot of people want to be lonely. A lot of people love being alone and by themselves because they have no one to answer to. They could do whatever they want, whenever they want. And that's the beauty of it. Um, And I know loneliness is this almost like heartbreak, uncomfortability kind of feeling. And it's painful. Like I always, heartbreak to me, like a breakup or heartbreak in general is one of the worst feelings in the entire world. Um, it hurts. It feels like your heart is broken into a million pieces. And so if you're feeling lonely from a relationship ending or loneliness from like a death or someone passed away or loneliness from a move, I think just really trying to think of it as like this new adventure and this clean slate and coming at it from a place of like, how can I work with this energy and work with this emotion and transform it and transmute it into something beautiful? Um, And just understanding that you really are never alone in this world. Everyone's moving around, doing their own thing, feeling lonely, um, but there's, you're surrounded by nature and animals and, um, And you're part of this like collective energy and this collective universal force. Um, So I know loneliness is a very true, strong, painful emotion, and it's really easy to get lost in it. And I think it really does play hand in hand with the hibernation of winter and with the, um, 
the introversion of winter and with COVID and not being able to go out and be social. And it's just loneliness is bubbling up, asking you, how can you more deeply honor yourself and your needs and your body? And I mean, like, for example, when I went to the gym, I went to the class on Tuesday or no, on Wednesday, that literally made me not be able to walk. It was only 30 minutes. I'm blown away. Um, But there was this girl in the back, shout out to whoever that was at Crunch Fitness on Wednesday. Um, And she's just like, she's just screaming and grunting and going. And I'm just like, man, I feel you, girl. Let's be friends. (laughs) Um, And I mean, that's just one of my qualities, I think that I have sometimes, like, I don't always feel that way at all. But when I'm giddy in a good mood, I could like march up to that person and be like, Hey, you want to be buddies? Can we be accountability partners for the gym? Please. I need someone. Um, whereas some days I'm feeling real introverted and real awkward. And like, I don't want to talk to anyone or look at anyone. And it just depends on the, the energy of the day. Um, and so I guess the last thing I'll say to try and keep this not an hour, um, yeah, it's just love yourself through it all and um, embrace the loneliness, embrace the hibernation and do what you need to do. Ask your body, like, what do you need from me to feel best, to feel better? And what action steps can I take to be open to receive the miracles of the world that's working for you and not against you? And what can I do? What could I join? Um, how can I find more community or sense of community? Um, can I dive into a new art project or write a book or, you know, go into poetry or whatever really feels good for you? Make a new, if you're into building computers or something like that, like where can you take, like use this loneliness and um, hibernation and reflection and introversion and really use this as a catalyst as we move towards spring um, to plant seeds and allow them to grow. And something that's been just like on my mind constantly for probably the last few years. And I just keep getting smacked in the face with lessons from the universe over and over again, because I haven't fully learned it yet is patience. Nothing is going to happen overnight. Like some miraculous thing might happen overnight, but if you take action and have patience and just really fully surrender to what is like the most sacred is what is, that is when you are open to receive more abundance, more manifestation power, um, more seeds to plant to grow that you will be able to watch grow and just be blown away by your own fucking power. Um, So for me, it's like, how can you use this feeling of loneliness? How can you use this feeling of winter blues? How can you use this feeling of fear of going out and making new friends um, into something beautiful, into the seed that you're planting to allow to grow with patience and trust and you know, it's so easy to say all these things because when you're in the moment, <laughs> you're going to be like, this is fucking bullshit, Marla. I don't want to do any of this. Like this is stupid. <laughs> um, but once you can kind of take yourself out of it and like look down at it and really see the emotions that are flowing through you and how beautiful they are and like what we can use and grasp to cultivate them into new experiences and new depths of knowledge and new forms of loneliness. I think that's like the beauty um, of being like the curator of your life. And yeah, I, I like my heart goes out to anyone who's feeling lonely right now or going through a horrible breakup or um, 
doesn't have that that foundation of community and sense of ground. Um, but you know, this is the ebb and flow. This is like the ocean waves. This is the out and in. This is the yin and yang. This is um, the balance. Is loving every single human emotion, and it's really hard to do especially when you're really deep in it. Like, how can I love this part of myself? I feel like fucking shit. (laughs) Um, But I think the more you can love yourself and your body, the more proactive you are in the ability to care for all the, the three aspects of everything, mind, body, spirit. It's like, loving yourself so fucking deeply (laughs) that you don't feel the need to be loved as deeply as you can love yourself from anyone else. And that's the unconditionally unconditional love part. And in the last podcast, which has stuck with me so hard, it's just like unconditional love isn't conditional. So why are we conditioning our love for ourselves and really putting these borders and barriers around you have to feel this way in order to love yourself or feel loved or be loved. And a lot of it comes with, for women, especially I think body image. Um, And I think that, you know, the, the harder we love ourselves, the more our bodies are gonna physically appear in a way that we desire. And the more we can love up on ourselves, the more those sad, heartbreaking, lonely emotions seem more beautiful and more tangible and easier to sit within. Um, yeah. And, and using winter, this is the perfect time. And this weekend is especially tomorrow. If it's a, if it's a solo Valentine's day, it's like, how can you treat yourself? How would you treat your Valentine if you had one and do that for yourself? And just really, really use this time to love up on all of it and love up on the darkness because without the dark, we can't have the light. And without the light, we can't have the dark. So I think that that sounds right. Without the dark, we cannot have light. Without light, we cannot have dark. I think that should make sense. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. I think I covered everyone's topics. I really appreciate everyone um, commenting on that poll. I've been kind of in a rut about the podcast of just like getting myself to sit down and <laughs> do this and um, and being able to love myself through that of just like, okay, I didn't show up last weekend. I promised I'd show up last weekend and I didn't. And um, that's okay because, you know, you can't show up all the time and it's really important to be able to set boundaries, especially in the winter time for the things that you need and really putting yourself first and realizing you don't have to say yes to every single fucking thing that comes your way. (laughs) Um, Just protect your own energy and yourselves and especially in these, these hibernation months and really, really utilize them for your benefit um, by leaning into it all. So, yeah, I think that, that will wrap it up for today. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. Um, sorry, it's like a little all over the place, but I think it all kind of wrapped into itself at the end. Um, 
As always, I really appreciate everyone who listens and we're growing. Um, I think we have like over 1100 views right now. And even though I didn't do last weekend, the podcast still grew by like 15 views. So I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. If I miss a weekend, I will try and be more clear about what's going on in my life um, as to reasons why. And I hope that was helpful for any of you feeling loneliness out there. Like I said, it was like a very overarching topic for like all the eight to 10 people who responded. So <laughs> we're all stuck in our lonely lonelinesses, feeling alone, but we all have humans out there who are feeling the same that I'm sure would be happy to connect. So I'd even be happy to connect. If you're feeling lonely, holla, love messaging on Instagram, voice memoing back and forth. I'm here for you. Um, and yeah, I'm slowly, slowly coming back out of my shell, hoping after this weekend of, you know, negative degree weather, um, we'll be heating back up and the fire will, you know, start to start to tingle in my body a little bit more and we'll just feel a little more amped about everything. But for now, I'm leaning into the hibernation mode and the not doing much. But love you, love you, love you. Thank you for listening. Again, if you have any questions, it's um, underscore Marmo on Instagram. And I love hearing your comments and feedback. Um, But yeah, loving you all. And I hope you have a very, very, very beautiful day.